Welcome to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. We hope this podcast encourages you, challenges you, and furthers your relationship with God in a whole new way. Enjoy this week's message. Yes, good morning. Come on, somebody bless his name. Come on, isn't he, isn't he awesome? Is, is, isn't he good? Huh? He's good all the time. Okay, because we get some prayer warriors over, over there. So just pray, pray, pray over there. We got some. Okay. 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 Amen. Yes. Yes. Let's just, just stretch for your hands over, over to her, to Lola, and we just pray that God would just move and uh, heal, heal her, whatever's going on. We pray that he would just intervene. Um, Lord, we, just, we, we believe in your healing. We believe in your deliverance. We believe in your, just your power, Lord. And we just thank you for her right now in the name of Jesus. Touch her in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, so we want to welcome those who are online with us. Thank you for joining us uh, today. We, we are just praying for, for an individual right now in the sanctuary. Um, it's, it's what we do here. Amen. Um, so just thank you for uh, being with us this morning. I pray that God will continue to bless you and your family. I'm so excited uh, to, to be back. My, my wife and I, we went away last week to seek the Lord for um, the plans for 2022. Um, so we had a great time to seek, seeking the Lord, writing, uh, writing down mission, vision, and purpose for, for, for this year. Um, so we, we're excited about that. And one of the things that the Lord gave me to, um, to encourage us, encourage the congregation, is, is to uh, move forward with expectation. I think that's, that's very important that we hear that because of everything that's going on in our world today. Right? Um, everything that may be going on in your life right now. God's telling us as a, as a church uh, that we ought to move forward, but with expectation. God's, God's going to move. Amen? Do you believe that? Amen. Yes. We, uh, so we need to walk that out. That's, that is important. Amen? Just go forward with expectation. That's awesome, because God's given uh, this church plans. Um, he, we have plans for this church. He has a plan for your life. Uh, so I cannot wait to, to God reveal those plans. Amen. Yeah. Very excited about that. And just we, you know, again, we just cannot wait and to, to see what the Lord's going to do. Um, just kind of partner with us. Um, you know, uh, this year, there's three things that you can do to help um, is to pray. Right. But pray without ceasing. Right. Praying until we see change. Until we see God, God move, serve, yes. Amen. 
uh, let's not stop serving because, because of uh, the uh, world crisis, amen? Like God still wants the, us to serve um, his, his local body. Uh, there's uh, plenty of opportunities, that, uh, uh, that, uh, any, plenty of ways that you can serve in this church. Uh, so come, if you're not serving, come on, get, get involved. And, and, and the third thing is to give. Give. God, God has plans, and he, but we have to participate in those plans. Amen? So giving is important, right? Your giving is important. I mean, uh, we, we have an online campus, I like to call it, and, we, and that helps us support, support that. Uh, we, we, are, we are in prayer about, you know, we want to bring in a new staff to help support ministries. Amen. We, we can't we can't do that alone. So we need your help. You know, so this is a great time to uh, to give. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it's the right time to give. Right. Especially with with Isaac. The Bible said that Isaac uh, uh, sowed and he reaped a, a hundredfold. Um, so he, he didn't sow at, at, a, at a good time to others. His friends was probably talking about him, but he planted you know, and he, he planted in a, in a rough time. He planted in a famine. And, and he, he, the Bible said that he reaped a hundredfold in the same year. Amen. So it's, what a great time to sow. Amen. So we want to start the year off right. Some, some people practice first fruits, right? They give their first fruits, their first check for, for, the, for the year. Or, um, or, or some people may not have ever tied before. What a great opportunity for you. Welcome to the family. Yes. Amen. Amen. We can't outgive God. So this is, your, this is your opportunity to join us in giving and to support uh, this church. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are in our fast, 21-day Daniel's fast. Are you hungry? <laughs> are you hungry for the Lord? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Amen. You're probably hungry, too, for some food. I get it. I get it. I get it. Why don't you stand with me? If you can. So we are in 21-day Daniel's fast. And we are in a series called It Shall Come to Pass. Yeah, that's, that's, it. that's exciting. That's exciting. It shall come to pass. So things that you've been praying for for years, it's going to come to pass. Um, the thing about God, he'll just, he'll just hit you when you don't even know it. Right. He just things that just, he just appear that 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 one one day, the things that you've been praying for faithfully, all of a sudden, those sudden moments is just going to start. It's just going to come to pass. Twenty twenty two is the year that things that you've been praying for shall come to pass. That's exciting. It shall come to pass. So we are in that series today and I'm going to start in um, Mark nine um, and verse verse seven seventeen. So you, re- you ready? We're gonna start what I said, verse seventeen? Okay. All right, so let's let's get it going. Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit, and whatever it seizes it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, um, gnashing his teeth, and, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. 
he answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long should I be with you? How long should I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? Be careful when Jesus asks you a question. And he said, from childhood, and, and often he has thrown him um, both into the fire and into the water just destroy him, to destroy him. But if you can't do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes, Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said, said with t- tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Deaf, dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the, the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him, and he became as one dead so that many said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, say, man. (laughs) That's what they said. Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. So I'm going to talk to you on a subject, encountering God through prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we, we, uh, we thank you for being our Lord and our Savior, our everything. Without you, Lord, we are nothing. Lord, we thank you for being present here Today, Lord God, help us focus on things that are above, Lord God. And you are an awesome Father, uh, worthy of all of our praises, Lord. We are excited for 2022. Lord, have your way right now. Let us not miss this moment, this moment, or what you're going to say and what you're going to do, Lord. I just thank you for using me as your vessel today, Lord God. Think with my mind and speak through my vocal cords today. We don't want regular church. We want to see you move, God. Have your way in this place in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody give him some praise. Yes. Yes, come on. You could do better than that. Come on, give the God, give God some praise. Come on, he's worthy. Come on. Come on, I like an exciting church, a talkback church. Yes, you may continue to stand for the rest of the service. Something got to change this year. Somebody got Hallelujah. So, so in encountering God is so important that, so God doesn't want us to just have one encounter with him. He wants us to have daily encounters with God. Amen? So in, encountering God's presence helps us navigate uh, through the ups and downs of life. Right. Times of joy, 
sadness, prosperity, right, or adversity, or love, or loneliness. The encountering God helps us navigate, navigate through those things, those up, ups and downs, right? Uh, so we can be in a rough season of our life but still have that encounter with God, yeah. right? And encounters with God definitely changes things, Right? God, God can, when you encounter God, you can have one moment with the Lord and he'll, he'll, he'll change your entire life. He could just say one thing to you that would just change your entire life. See, the word encounter simply means run into. Right? And it's nothing like running into God. Running into God is the best thing for us. Right? When you run into God. Amen. I believe some people here this year, you're going to run into God. Unexpectedly, you're going to run into God as you seek him, right? You, you will encounter him. See, only an encounter with, God can, encounter with God can transform us and give us purpose and direction. Purpose and direction. That's what happened to Jacob. You remember Jacob, right, in the Old Testament, right? He had this encounter with, with God, right, and, and it transformed his life, right? But the thing about Jacob, right, he wrestled with the angel all night. He, all night he, he was wrestling with the angel, and he, sa he said to the, to the angel, I am not going to let you go until you bless me. Right? See, some of us want the blessings of God but are not willing to wrestle for it. Right? So there's certain things that's going on in your life, right? You, you, and you want God to answer some of your prayers, but, but some things are, are, are tough and you have to wrestle for it. Right? You have to wrestle for it, right? And you have to keep praying until something changes. Right. You have to commit yourself Like I'm not going to stop praying for this situation until I see God move. Yeah. Amen. We need some wrestling Christians, Christians who will get down and dirty and say, How, however long it takes, God, I am going to commit myself to pray over this thing. I'm going to wrestle. I'm going to wrestle with this until you bless me. Until you bless me. Do we have any those type of Christians in this church today? Jacob had this encounter with the angel of God. He said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Because he knew, he knew in the presence, when you are in the presence of God, you will not leave God's presence empty handed. Oh, man, I, you know, I know it takes you a little while to kind of warm up or whatever, but it's all right. Maybe you'll catch, you'll catch up a little bit. I love a talk back church. Amen. And so, so in the, when you're in the presence of God, you will not leave. Like when you, listen, God is always present, but are you? Right? So a lot of times, you know, you hear people, they, they say, yeah, I came to church. You know, man, it was a great service. God, God moved. He, re he really spoke. There are, other, there are other weeks you say, oh, you know, it was church, was, church was all right. Church was all right. See, we choose to be absent or not. God's never absent. He's always here. He's just waiting for us to catch up to him. Our, our, our hearts prepare to receive 
what he has. Like you can have the best service in your entire life if your heart is ready to prepare, ready to receive what he has to say to you. God's going to move. He's always moving. He is always here. We never have to ask God to come into this building because he is already here. He is already here. But are we? Are we ready to receive what the Lord has to say to us, to what the Lord has to say to our family? So God can give you a word that would change the trajectory, your trajectory of your life. <laughs> right? Right? And so, God, so we need to be present in God's presence, right? So if you leave God's presence empty-handed, we leave his presence empty-handed, you, you did not wrestle for it, you just talked. It's something you didn't wrestle for, you just talked, right? I say it better. If you leave God's presence uh, um, uh, empty-handed, you didn't wrestle for it, you just talked. So sometimes we just have to wrestle for things. The Bible says to pray without ceasing. What does that mean? Don't stop. Don't stop until something changes. Hallelujah. Is anybody going to go with me this morning? Amen. Come on. I got to get you to wake up this morning. Come on. Let's, let's, let's have a, a, a service today where we see things change. Let's, let's have a service today when we see God move. Amen. Let's have a service today that we, we know that we can go back to this day and say, I remember uh, this service where God healed individuals. God delivered individuals. Let's have that type of service today. I remember this service when God gave me a word and just changed every aspect of my life. Here's my prayer for you. See, the goal is to seek God and encounter him. So my prayer for you during this fast and for 2022 is that you find strength for any battle. Instructions for every assignment. Courage to face everything. You got that? We have, we have some notes for you there. Hopefully the ushers can pass out some notes if you, if you, don't, if you don't have them already. We, we have notes for you. Amen? So find strength for every battle, instructions for every assignment, courage to face everything. Courage to faith, face everything. That's my prayer for you for 2022. So this is a very powerful story about, in, uh, about encountering God. Um, so we kind of know what's going on just by, by reading it. You know, Jesus was, is with the disciples and was this uh, man and his son. Man brought his son over to, um, to, to, uh, to the disciples and asked um, the disciples to heal the, the, uh, the son, but um, they, they weren't able to do that. Um, so what's interesting about this text, what I noticed that, there, there, were, there was a question, an intervention, and a solution. It was a question, an intervention, and a solution. See, now be careful when God asks you a question, right? Because God asks us questions as a way to help us recognize and respond to what's going on internally. 
right? So whenever God asks you a question, it's not as if he needs information from you. He wants to make you aware of what's going on internally. You got that? So then it was a divine intervention. A divine intervention is an event that would not occur uh, naturally without God's involvement. Divine, some, so some things, we just need a divine intervention. It's not, these are things that we can't do on our own. We, we need God's involvement. Amen? And then a God's solution may involve our participation. God will give you a solution to your problem, but he's going to invite you into that solution, right? He, just, he wants you to participate in the solution, right? And so it was a question that God asked the Father, which was really interesting. Uh, um, and it, it, it's, you would kind of just read through it. You never, never really think about, like, why would, why would Jesus ask this question? He says, how long has this been happening? As the son was really sick for, for years, and he said, how long has this been happening? Right? So it's an interesting question. See, we can be blind, whether willingly or, or unwilling, unwillingly, to our own true motives and inner workings. So Jesus asked him the question so that he can, he can make aware of, of his faith. See, Jesus wanted to make him aware of what was going on with him internally, right? Because remember, remember, the disciples couldn't heal his son. And, and so then he didn't know if Jesus was going to be able to heal him or not. So Jesus was checking him. You know, he was just like, you know, so how long has this, this, this been happening? Amen. So we have to be careful. We, we have to be careful or be aware when Jesus, when God asks us a question, he's checking us. He wants us to be aware of what's going on internally. Amen. Because, because in order for the inter intervention to happen, faith needed to be present. Right? So faith touches and agrees with heaven and applied here on earth. Right. So faith touches and agree with heaven and applied here on earth. So faith needed to be present in order for the intervention. Like, do you actually believe that I can do this? Right. Not just believe that I can do this. Do you believe who I am? I am who I am. I am. I'm the great. I am. Like, do you do you believe that? Amen. So Jesus intervened because of his faith. Now, so Jesus, they had that intervention with the, with the father and the son, but the disciples could not cast it out. Right? So they've been with Jesus for a while now. This wasn't the first time that they had to heal someone. It wasn't the first time. It wasn't their first rodeo. They, you know, uh, uh, sometimes we've been serving um, God for so, so long and we, it seems like we're dealing with the same situation, but nothing, not, nothing's working. We, we can't do what we used to do. Amen. So here's the disciples. They's like, we, we've, been, we've been walking with Jesus this whole time, been healing the sick, laying hands on people and all of that. Now why all of a sudden we couldn't cast this out? 
why all of a sudden now we couldn't cast this out? Right? So the disciples was trying to heal, but they've been coming up empty. They came up empty. So you've been trying to move something, but have been coming up empty. So, so Jesus gave them the perfect solution. And it may not be something that we always want to hear, but he gave them a solution to the problem. He says, this type of thing can only come out by praying and faster, fasting. That means they require for them to go a little bit deeper. Right? It's for them to go a little, they needed to go a little bit, a little bit deeper. Amen? So some things that we deal with, we, we require more dependence on God. See, they needed a divine intervention. So some things that we go through, we've been praying over for, for years, right, or trying to move on our own. God's saying that, no, some things you can only move through prayer and fasting, through prayer and fasting. So we're looking for that divine encounter with God. Some, we, it only comes, some things only come through prayer and fasting. Is anyone going with me this morning? Right? So because I mean, past spiritual victories won't always work for today's spiritual battles. Well, some things is even too powerful for us. I know God gave us the keys to the kingdom, right? We have this power through, through Christ and all that, but some things only come through prayer and fasting. Some things can only be moved through prayer and fasting, right? So, we, so there are times in our lives where we need a fresh dependency on God, right? The disciples could not do this alone, right? I know you might say, well, well, Jesus was with them, but remember, he didn't die yet. So Jesus was with them, but he was not in them. Right. So some, sometimes we go we go through life. We know that the presence of God is with us, but is the presence of God in us. We have the word of God with us, but is the word of God in us? We know what the truth is. We have the truth with us, but is the truth in us? Come on. Is the presence of God in us? Amen. Amen. So that's what fasting is all about. Right. Is to get the presence of God in us. Less of us, more of God. Less of us, more of God. Amen? Amen. Oh, man, I got a couple of people. I guess we could just keep going then. So three stages of encountering God through prayer and fasting. You ready for this? So the first one is to locate yourself. What are you talking about, Pastor? Locate yourself so you are aware of your exhaustions, your frustrations, your doubts, and your sadness. Locate yourself. Locate yourself. So you remember in uh, uh, the book of Genesis where um, Adam and Eve sin in a garden, and uh, immediately when they sin, uh, they went hiding. And so here's the question that God asks Adam. He says, Adam, where are you? 
where are you? It's not. God wasn't really looking for Adam. He didn't, he didn't expect Adam. He, he wasn't looking for more information for Adam. Like Adam, would, you know, he didn't um, think anything different about Adam or, or he wasn't going to get any more information about, uh, from Adam. He, he wanted Adam to recognize that he was hiding in shame. He wanted Adam to recognize that he was hiding in shame. Like Adam was alienating himself because of his sin. And God doesn't want us to do that. See, God wants us to focus on the eternal, right? And so part of fasting and part of locating yourself is to refocus on the, the eternal, right? So the Bible says to set your mind on things that are above, not earthly things. And we're li living in a time where we, we see a, a lot of Christians that setting their mind on earthly things and forgetting the, 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 uh, what's above. We have to focus on the, in, the in eternal. Set our minds on things that are above. Because what you set your mind on is what you will receive from. So if you set your mind on things above, you have peace, you have joy. It doesn't mean that you won't go through the hard stuff, but you will go through it with peace and joy. It's not like you're acting like nothing bad's happening, like, oh, you know, I got peace and I got, I got joy, nothing, you know, ignoring the bad stuff. No, you go through it, you're able to prevail. You're able to endure because you have that peace because your mind is set on things that are above and not, the, not earthly things. Imagine if we keep our minds on earthly things. You watch the news, you, you listen to neighbors, your co-workers and all that. The whole world's about to blow up tomorrow. Why have purpose? Why have direction? Why have hope? Right? If we focus on earthly things, right? But if we set our minds on things above, right, we, we are aware of God's presence, right? We just heard the song and Tracy sang, we be more aware of God's presence. Don't make me sing it because I know you all will leave, but be more aware of God's presence. We have to be more aware of God's presence. What is God doing and what is he saying to you? I believe God's still asking us questions so that we can, we, we can know what's going on internally. Be aware of those frustrations. Where are they coming from? Right? It's not a sin to be frustrated, but where, where is it coming from? Uh, the sadness and your, and your doubt, right? What, where, is it, where is it coming from? A lot of times if we, we, we can realize this if we focus, we, we think about what we are thinking about. Or we think about what we're focusing on. Right? So if we focus a lot on earthly things, that's when we, we, we get disappointed. We get these doubts and, and uh, things of that nature. So God wants us to focus on things that are above. Be more aware of his presence. Be more aware of his, his presence. At any moment you have, spend that time with the Lord be, and ask God, God, what are you saying to me? What question 
is God asking you today? Because the question that he asks will ask you is to move you forward or to pull you out of something. That's why he asked Adam, where are you? Is to pull him out of hiding. God doesn't want us to alienate ourselves, right? He's, so he's calling someone, he's asking someone that same question. He's saying, where are you? Hey, you used to serve me. You used to have hope. You used to have purpose. I've given you direction. Where are you? He's calling, he's pulling someone out of hiding today. I don't know what happened in your life. I don't know what disappointment that you're carrying, but God's saying, I still have purpose. I still have plans for you, amen? It doesn't matter what the world's going through. I'm still your God. And whatever I spoke over your life, it will not return to me void. It's going to do what I set it out to do. Where are you? Where are you? He's calling someone out of hiding this morning. What question is God asking you today? So locate yourself, locate yourself. And so to have an, an encounter with God through prayer and fasting, you have to locate yourself, right? Um, so it's not like God is looking for you. He wants you to find yourself. And refocus yourself on the eternal, right? And so second one is God encounters demand a response. It demands a response, right? You can't come into God's presence and stay the same. God wants you to respond. When you have those encounters with him, he wants you to respond. You have to ask when God asks you a question, what effect does this question have on me, Right? And so I love the this, this story uh, of in, in uh, Isaiah 6 when uh, the Israelites were, were not responding to God's ways and they were spiritually dead. And, um, so, um, and so God gave uh, Isaiah this beautiful picture of heaven and how the angels were worshiping God. There was worship, this worship going on in heaven, like real worship, right? So, and, but, so, he, so Isaiah learned about worship, because worship without action is no worship at all, as is faith without works is dead. Right? So when you worship, it's about, it's about encountering God. It's about encountering the presence of God. And so he got, he, he got this, uh, uh, this great picture of what was going on in heaven. But he gave the greatest response ever. He gave the greatest response ever. Isaiah 6, 8, it says, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am. Send me. Send me. See, see, this is very, very powerful. I heard this um, preacher say this uh, uh, the, the other day. He says that a lot of times when we 
ask God to use us, we're asking him to use our gifts and not our life. So here Isaiah is saying, God, no, here I am, send me. Me. He said to send, send me. See, we don't want God to use our life because that's going to take a lot of sacrifice. That's going to take a lot of faith. That's going to take, we're going to have to give up some things. We kind of have to obey him, right? So it's easy for God to use our gift. So gifts comes without repentance, right? And so, but, 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 but God is, but here's Isaiah. He is saying that, no, no, send me. Send, what a great response to the presence of God. He was in the presence of God and, and God spoke to him. He says, who, who will I send? Who, who will I, it's not like if God didn't know that Isaiah was going to say that, but he's just like, who will I send? Because it's, it's, remember, it's a question. And so you don't think Isaiah was looking at his, what was going on internally, right? So he would say, so no, send me. He didn't talk about, hey, use, use my gift, use my gift. Listen, listen, God, I can preach, man. I can preach. Send me. I can speak to those individuals. No, send me. I can, I can heal folks and all of that. No, send me. Send me. And Isaiah asked, he did ask the Lord. He did ask later on, you read, you read it. He did ask the Lord, well, how long? <laughs> he didn't realize that he would be prophesying for the rest of his life over, the, over Judah. He did not realize it. Right. He's saying, but he said, send me who will who will go, who will go for us. What areas of your life God wants to use? Right. What areas? Sometimes we because we crave clarity. Right. So when God asks us to do something, we wait because we want clarity. (laughs) Right. But God, but but God wants closeness. The way (laughs) when he calls us to do something, he's drawing us close to him. Anytime you have an encounter with God, he's drawing us close to him. Amen. But we do, we're looking for clarity. God's looking for closeness. Right? Because, because God, God wants us to relinquish our de- dependency on ourselves. He said, no, you need to de- just, just, just depend on me. You don't need clarity. Right? But the closer you get with God, the more clear things become. Right? You get a good glimpse of who God really is. Right? But that's why those encounters with God are important. Right? So what areas, what areas of your life God wants to use? He doesn't just want to use your gifts. Your gifts are important, especially for the body of Christ. Your gifts are important, but he wants to use your life. He wants to use your life not just here. He wants to use your life at home. Right? He wants to use your life at home. He wants to use your life at your workplace. He wants to use your life. He may send you to a place to use your life. What does that mean? For you to be an example what it's like to be faithful to him. As people watch you serve him. It's not necessarily your, your gifts, it's your relationship with him. It's your faithfulness for him. It's your obedience to him. Right? 
Hallelujah. Is anyone? We, we all right? So God, so we, do we have anyone here that God can send? Send into those dark places. Send to those unpopular places in this area. Can, can God send you to have conversations, hard conversations with your family? Can God send someone here to those difficult situations who doesn't need clarity? He's like, God, just give me a word. God gave Isaiah, he just got, gave Isaiah a word. Hallelujah. All right. So the third last thing is to have an encounter with God through prayer and fasting. Your fasting time, this is very important. This, this fast is extremely important. So we ought to create an atmosphere of praise. Create an atmosphere of praise. Psalms 34.1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's this awesome, right? Just to hear that, if you really just meditate on that. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall Continue, continually be in, in my mouth. So what blesses the Lord? Our praise. And it says all times. It didn't say just when he blesses us. It didn't say just when things are going really well in our life, if he answers our prayers. No, it says when he doesn't. It's, it's, he's saying when we go through difficulty, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. And then his praise, his praise, that means I'm praising him. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. So that means you're praising God even through difficulties. So you're not praying, you're not praising God for the difficulty, you're praising God through the difficulty, right? Amen. You're praising him anyway because you know who he is. And you know what he's capable of doing. You may not know when he's going to intervene, but you're praising him just for who he is. See, that's an eternal perspective right there. When you praise his praise, he'll continually be in your mouth. That's the eternal perspective. Amen. That means you're focusing on the eternal things and not on, not on your problems. Amen. So, that's, so that's, that's why you praise him. It says, I, I will bless the Lord at all times. My focus is on God and not the problems. My focus is on God and not the problems. Like, so that means nothing is going to take my praise because he's saying my, your, your, your praises shall continually be in my mouth at all times, at all times, right? See, pray, see praise changes the way you pray, right? Because you can't walk with God, right, and not walk in praise without walking in praise. You can't walk with God without walking in praise because praise changes the way you see God, right? 
praises bring God into the scene, <laughs> right? So, so pra praises un uh, unlock the gates of heaven and the doors of blessings, right? Come on, come on. Praise dissipates worry and dilutes fear. Come on, somebody got to go with me this morning, right? Praise tarnishes, tarnishes sadness and magnifies his goodness. Come on, somebody ought to praise him today. We can't experience God if we don't experience praise. Amen? Praise is the language of faith. Praise focused on what really matters, right? It, it brings us closer to God. Praise expects God to intervene. Come on, somebody need to give him some praise. One way the enemy gets to us is through our praise. He wants to silence our praise. But the, but the psalmist said here that his praises shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless him at all times, and his praises shall continue to be in my mouth. I don't know what you're going through right now, but I think you ought to give God some praise for who he is. For who he is. That's the eternal perspective. God just wants us, wants us to focus on what he is doing, focus on who he is and not our problems. He said, I got this. Seek my kingdom first. Amen. Why don't you just give me some praise? Be, be in my presence. Just praise me in my presence. Amen. God's got it. That's the eternal perspective. Amen. Come on. Praise opens up the gates of heaven. In, in the doors of blessings. We need to be a church who opens up the gates of heaven, bring heaven here on earth through our praise. Amen. Through our praise. Through our praise. See, praise is, your praise confuses the, the enemy and uplifts God. Amen? Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. It's, somebody needs to confuse the enemy right now because he's saying that I don't know why you're praising. You don't have anything to praise for, all these bad things that's happening to you right now. You know, your family member is sick, or this, this person is going through, through this or, or, or that. You know, you don't have a lot of money in a bank. Why are you praising God? Well, we praise him because we have an eternal perspective, and we know who our God is. Because my praise brings me closer to God and further away from my problem. So that's why I need to praise him. That's why I need to praise him. So when you're going through that fast, right, and when you, uh, you, you're seeking God to, for an encounter, right, make sure you praise him. Sometimes just don't say anything. Just praise him. Just praise him. Thank you, God, for who you are. Hallelujah. I don't need to pray about my situation. You already know what it is. You're my father. You are my everything. You are the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords. I know that you are the ruler over everything. You even reign over my heart today, Lord God. I submit myself to you because you're my God. I love you, God. You are king of all kings, God. All this nothing, nothing bigger than you, nothing impossible for you. Your God, I know you did it before. You'll do it again. You're the God of yesterday and today and tomorrow. You're an awesome God. You're an awesome God. My praise should continually be in my mouth. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Somebody give him some praise this morning. That's why it's important to locate yourself. Because the enemy wants to isolate individuals. He loves it that we're sad. It's not a sin to be sad. But he wants us to stay there. God wants to pull us out of there.
you might have, we, we all make mistakes, right? Sin at times. But God doesn't want us to stay there. That's why he says, where are, Adam, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Like, do you know where you are? Do you know where your mind is, your, where your emotions are? Do you know where your frustrations and your doubt? It's time to come out of that because I'm bigger than anything that you're going through right now. It's time to come out of that. Locate yourself. And during this fast, locate yourself. Where am I? Where am I? And then it's going to take a response to God's presence. Respond to the question he is asking you. Respond to the question he's asking. See, we want God to answer our prayers. There's something about it, and I believe that he will. He will answer your prayers. But sometimes he'll answer your prayer through a question. So you, you know what's going on internally. And don't let anything, anyone stop you from praising God. So here are some questions to reflect during your, your fast. And I'll reread them. What question is God asking me today? What effect does the question have on me? What areas of, of my life God wants want to use? When you, you are encountering a problem, what comes out of your mouth? Praise or complaint? Because, because it says, the psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually come out of my mouth. So what continually comes out of your mouth when you face difficulty? I want praise to come out of my mouth. Come on, stand with me. Yes. Hallelujah. Is this okay? All right. I got, I got, I got a few people that were touched today. We accomplished something. Really excited for this fast, not just for myself, but for you. For you, God's gonna do special things. In your life, God's going to do special things here in this church. Um, I love it. He says, move forward with expectation. So when you praise him, that means you expect God to intervene. How many need God's intervention over something today? Yes. So up your praise game. Up your praise game. Praise him like never before. Come on, this is not church talk. This is not church talk. This is real life stuff. Praise him like never before. And I don't mean a Sunday praise. I mean, praise him during the week like never before. A lifestyle of praise. 
I mean, it seems weird sometimes. Like, why would I praise God with all this bad things going on? Because he's worthy. One, he's worthy. But it, it refocuses, it changes our perspective. It gives us an eternal perspective. Like, we just focus on, on things that are above. It's like, God, you have my attention. I'm in your, I'm present in your presence. You have my attention. I'm focusing on things that are above. And I know that your, 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 the Bible says that the, the, uh, the Holy Spirit intercedes, inter- intercedes for us uh, for praying for things that we ought, ought to pray for. I don't really know what I need to pray for right now. So I just ask that the Holy Spirit just intercede for me and pull down some things for heaven, from, from the heavens. Lord, I set my mind on things that are above because you're bigger than anything that I go through. Father, we thank you, Lord, again, just for this, this word and, and your prayers, your assignment for, for us, God, and we will set our minds on things that are above, Lord, Lord, and we know that you can do all things. You can do the impossible. Lord, we, we just pray. Lord, we can't manufacture miracles. We can just pray for them. <laughs> so we just pray for, for miracles. Lord, I pray for divine appointments for your people today. I pray that over them. You give them divine appointments. We just pray over this church, Lord God, um, uh, divine connections, Lord, divine connections, Lord God. We know that you are sending people from the north, south, east, and west. Divine connections are coming here, Lord God. We thank you for that, God. Divine appointments, I pray for all of them, Lord God. We just we just pray that you have your way, Lord God, and those that are online or here, they don't know if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, what a great opportunity to have that first encounter with God. Your first encounter with God. First of many encounters. So if that's you today, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you say, I want that encounter with Jesus. I want that encounter. I just want you to Raise your hand here this morning. If that's you, you want to know who Jesus is. You want to you want him as your Lord and Savior. He's saying that, you know, I'm tired. I just need something new in my life. If that's you. If you're online, there are ways that you can connect with us so that way we can pray with you. Just, just do that. Amen. And if you are here today, you just want that encounter. You want daily encounters with, with God and you just need prayer over, over some of those things. If you were touched by the message or whatever, um, you could just, we're just going to um, call some of the prayer warriors to come up and they'll just pray with you and um, kind of lay, lay hands on, on you. And you know that God's been asking you some questions and um, maybe it's something that you're wrestling over. That's a good thing. You're in a great place. Keep, keep wrestling. But we just just pray over you this morning. Um, we're, we're just gonna we're, we're sing a song and then we will release you after after, after that. And 
Um, so pr praise God. Amen. I, I hope you enjoy. Thank you for tuning in to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. If what you heard today impacted you, be sure to tell us about it. You can rate and subscribe to this podcast or contact us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or our website, calvarylifedfw.com. Thank you so much and have a great week.